Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's KFI AM 640, and you're listening to The Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. KFI AM 640. Conway Show. Oh, this is a great song. Theme song for what? Close for comfort? Too close for comfort? Is it? Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it too close for comfort? Oh, I didn't know that. KFI AM 640's Conway Show. Hey, I had a, uh, a really beautiful opportunity to work with the funniest man in show business, and I have not heard from him or seen him in quite some time. And then somebody, we mentioned him on the air, and one of his friends happened to be listening that night and gave me his cell phone number. So I took the chance that he's going to be pissed that I have his phone number, and I called him, and now he's on with us. Jim J. Bullock. How are you, Bob? Jim. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so good to hear your voice. You know, uh, my first memory, first of all, Too Close for Comfort was fantastic. You were the best on Hollywood Squares. Uh, and and then this the the show that we did called Boogie's Diner, I remember coming to Toronto, and, and I was hired to be, you know, the, the sort of like hatchet man and explain try to explain to the people here why the show wasn't really working. And, and I got there. I left L.A. It was 70 degrees. When I got to Toronto, it was minus 14, and the van going down to uh, Hamilton, you were sitting in the front, and you turned around, and the first thing you said to me was, are you a night owl or a morning bird? <laughs> yes, and it was like 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was so, I've, I've always had such great energy in the morning, oh. and, and I'm so freaking obnoxious i'm sure you were probably just oh i've just taken a plane to hell and it's really cold here but i enjoyed that show you know the writers that came on in the second season or so you know the other uh, tim males uh doug mcintyre doug steckler and i don't remember the last guy's name but i'll i'll think of it and they really turned that show around and it became like a really uh, a, a cool hit that, that i was proud to be associated with yeah, me too. And and you know, it's this is really weird that I'm talking to you because I mean, literally it's been 30 years. Yeah, it must be 30 years. I think it was 1993. Yeah, you're oh right. Oh my god. That's you know, wild. I died in 2005. <laughs> I don't know how I'm talking to you, but um yeah, but, but but that you know there was I met someone Sunday and I was talking to them and he said oh my god I used to watch Boogie's Diner and I went wow. oh my god <laughs> you are kidding you're the only person on the planet who ever saw it and it's it's great that people remember it yeah it was a fun show and we had such a great time and then I'm watching 
James Marsden huge. on Jury Duty. Yeah. He's huge now. And, and he has this new show uh, called Jury Duty. And I'm watching it going, Googling him and going, he's 48 now or something like wow. that. And I thought, wow, I was 38 when we shot Boogie's Diner. And, and he was like 18. It was his first <laughs> thing out of, out of the gate. It's so crazy. I remember we, uh, James Morrison was on that show. He was hired. He had, he had very little experience. And everybody uh, thought he was going to be a huge superstar, which he became, you know, a huge uh, star. But I remember on the second season, uh, he wanted an extra like fifteen hundred bucks a week, and everyone's like fifteen hundred bucks. Who's got that kind of money, right now? That now that's uh, one day of craft service. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? But I remember, you know, I remember that... working on that show on Boogie's Diner up in Canada, and and uh, everything was uh, was just so Canadian up there. Um, we were doing a run through, a read through of the script. And the and the craft service woman was cooking bacon so loudly the actors couldn't hear themselves. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> but what are you doing now? What what keeps you busy? I'm sure you made a ton of money off all these shows you've been working on, just living off your savings and your great investments. Oh, just living off the residual of the boogie designer alone. I can't even <laughs> tell you. It's been sweet. I would like to see that show again. Actually, I don't know. It it doesn't seem like it's in. I you know yeah. who knows? You could probably YouTube it or something. But I have you know. Oh my God, thirty years. How do I capitalize this? You know, I mean. Uh, in 2018, I moved here to Palm Springs oh, because that's where all gay men over 60 migrate to. So, you know, I, I, flocked, I flew down here with my flock, and I'm living here. I'm sort of kind of retired. You know, I'm still doing stuff if it's something I really want to do or if it interests me, you know. But for the most part, I'm just enjoying my life down here. I love it so much. I'm, I'm keeping really busy with all sorts of, I do all kinds of volunteer work. I'm, I'm a crazy cat person Good and I you. do a lot of volunteer for cat stuff. And uh, what so is it, I keep myself busy. Jim, what is the one thing where everyone recognizes you from? Is it still too close for comfort? Yeah. Too close for comfort is, you know, cause that was on, that was a network show and that yes. was on from 80 to 86. So yeah, people, I get recognized a lot and I get a lot of really lovely, lovely, uh, people uh, come on up to me saying, you know, I, I, I was, I knew it was gay, but I, there was no one else that I could talk, talk to. I was scared. And, uh, and then I'm seeing, I'm watching you on this show and, you know, I, I kind of related to you. Maybe I didn't know why I was relating to you or whatever, but I connected with you and it really helped me through a really hard time in my young life. And I am so glad wow. to be that person for, for, for you. so many people over the years. No, isn't that wonderful? That's great that, because it, because it, when it, I met you, I thought that whole gay thing was an act. I didn't know you were really gay. <laughs> I'm just gay for pay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I please. I'm sure I was flirting with you when I turned around and said, are you a knighthood or a morning owl or whatever I said. That's great. <laughs> and, and, you know, I was terrified. Going back to Boogie's Diner, I was terrified to be out. I had come out, you know, down here. I mean, Hollywood squares, I blew the hinges off of closet doors. I mean, every, you know, 
during Too Close for Comfort, I wasn't really, it wasn't really, he's gay, he's straight, I don't know what he was, he was, he was asexual. Right. But then Hollywood Squares comes around, and I'm like, oh, honey, please. <laughs> and, Here we go. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm so gay, I'm so gay, and it's the early 90s, and then I get this show, which I needed, because kind of after Hollywood Squares, I didn't work for a while, and then I get this show, and it was... What's the association with Pat Robertson with the show? There was oh, yeah. the association with Pat. It was on like uh, was MTM or or um, yeah. uh, I, I can't remember who was the big production company, but it was a there was a re religious overtone to that show and that and that uh, cable station to the point where we were asked not to do even magic on that show. That's how sensitive they were. Oh. Oh, I know. And so here I am, terrified, you know, that someone's going to go back into the closet. Oh, that's you know, great. I didn't screw, even think about screw, that. Screw back on my hinges, you know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm there trying to, I'm not acting straight. I'm not that's pretending great. I have a girlfriend or anything. So I'm sitting there and Monica Schneer, remember her? Sure. Okay, so we're having lunch one day, and she goes, so do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt like everything, my whole illusion just burst out, and I, I just, I pulled my purse out of my mouth, and I said, yes, I do. And I lived my gay life there. And That's great. Proud and proud. That's so great, man. But you know, now, but I, I have a feeling like, like you know, we have some people at work around here, you know, that are young and and that are gay, and I don't think that they show enough respect to the older guys and gals who really fought for them to experience a normal lifestyle after they've come out of the closet. The, the your generation and the generation before you, man, that was tough. You had to everything. You had to calculate every move and everything you took in show business. As to you know how it's going to affect you and what you can and cannot say. Yeah, it's very true, and you know it was a very fearful time, especially sure. in the eighties with AIDS. You know, and it's like because everyone was like didn't know what was going on or how you got it, and it's like if you if you know a gay person, you're going to get AIDS, and it's like you know just right. living through that fear and that phobia. Uh, you know, it it was a tough time, and and you know we we all take for granted. What, what, where we come from, and and the battles that were fought yesterday for sure. us, you know, not not just gay people, but you know, everyone, uh, and and so that's our human nature to do that. But it's it's I thank you for even saying that because it is it's really wonderful to be reminded. It is a big deal. All right, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Jim J. Bullock is with us. This is great. One of my favorite guys in the world. He is the funniest man in show business. Um, he is right up there with the funniest people in show business, the quickest mind, the smartest guy uh, you'll ever meet. And I worked with him for a year and a half on Boogie's Diner. And, man, that guy made everybody on the cast and everybody in the crew laugh all day long. In the middle of Toronto and Hamilton, where it was 40 below out, and it was a nightmare to get to the show, and it was tough to work on the show, that guy is is a, a comedy god, is Jim J. Bullock. And he's with us. Too close for comfort as well. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, Jim J. Bullock is with us. Uh, I worked with him on Boogie's Diner. Uh, he's very famous for uh, Too Close for Comfort. And, uh, man, I, I, I can't believe you sound exactly, Jim, you sound exactly like you did 30 years ago, man. 
Oh, I know. You know, uh, I get recognized a lot from my voice. You know, people will like look at me and they'll go <laughs> or, and they'll, they'll be staring and then they'll say something. And I'll say hi or whatever. And it is you. <laughs> I, say, I guess. So, so, yeah, it is. It is. My voice has kind of been a trademark uh, signature thing of, that I've had for all these years. And it, I still, you know, I still have it. Thank God. You know. Hey, have you? I'm sure the book you can write is is unbelievable. Have you? I'm sure people have approached you. Have you thought about writing? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I about my life. Yes. I mean, it's just like I guess. I mean, I you know, who cares really? I mean, the idea when I really think about it, I go, "Oh my God, please!" You know, no, who cares? I, so look, I think you should write a book. You're the funniest guy in show business, and always have, you've always have been. Uh, also, one of the smartest guys, and. Man, when you were going through, uh, you know, the turmoil with, um, I don't know, I don't believe it was your husband, but I know it was your significant other, and you never, you always showed up with a smile and made other people laugh. You never dragged anybody else down with your problems, ever. Um, well, thank you. That's, it's that's true. nice of you. Uh, um, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know if you remember this, yeah. but uh, one of the guys who was the producer of the show, and uh, I'll just say his name, his first name is Gordon. But Gordon was having a party at his house in Toronto because we were picked up for a second season. And the writers all had a bet who could steal the most expensive thing out of his house. And and I didn't know until it was over. But, man, did he get pissed when he found out all that crap was gone. <laughs> Are you serious? Totally serious. I mean, everybody, everybody returned it the next day, but he couldn't believe he had a party and, like, nine things were stolen from his house. Oh my God! Uh, I do vaguely remember that. I don't think I stole. No, anything. no, I? no. As a matter of fact, you're the guy that <laughs> you talked us all in. Me. You're the guy that talked everybody into taking everything back. You're like, how dare you? This guy, were you know, had a party and you, you stole things. But we were just we, we all had a bet for a hundred bucks who could steal the most expensive things. We all returned it the next day, but I thought that was uh, uh, interesting. Well, yeah, I you know I had friends once that uh, back in the day they. Uh, they rearranged my whole living room <laughs> furniture. They moved all my furniture, and and I had this Kennedy bus, this JFK Kennedy bus, and and, and stones. They spelled out on the table like, "Ask not what your friends can do for you, what your country can do for you, or what your friends can do for you, or something." <laughs> right. I, anyway, I came home, and all I saw was everything was rearranged, and <laughs> I was just. So pissed it did not follow me so, the, the way they wanted it. And so maybe Gordon, maybe that's, you know, that's classic, it just man. fell on him wrong. But he was a nice guy. I he mean, was great. Uh, he was great. Yeah. Everybody up on that show he, was uh, was terrific. Uh, and, and, and He had quite a track record. Yes, he, he was the executive yes. producer of The Love Boat. Love, exciting <laughs> and new. That's right. But I'm sure you yes, got, you got did you ever get asked to do a Love Boat? No. No, you should have. And you know what? I'm angry about that. I'm bitter about that still. But uh, I, I was even on ABC, and oh. Love Boat was ABC. Oh, it was like I never God. did a Fantasy Island or a Love Boat. Oh. You know, that, that is tragic. Well, they're bringing yeah, it back, so maybe uh, round two. They'll ask uh, Jim J. Bullock to really? slide in there. They're yeah. bringing Love Boat back? I think so. Yeah, there's talk of it coming back, you know, because everybody's into oh. cruising now. Everybody cruises. Everybody gets on one of those ships. They all get, uh, you know, intestinal, uh, you know, diarrhea and throwing up the whole time. And then the first thing they do when they get off the ship is they book another cruise. 
It's a wild. Oh wild yeah, I had the best time of my life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, no. yeah, no. Well, good for them. I mean, who knows if if it'll sell again? I mean, what I mean, run again, be popular again, right? I mean, make you, it go. Do it. you have you have agents and managers? Somebody keeping your uh, you know your your uh, your nose in show business still? Yeah, 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 good for yeah. You. I, I still, you know, I, uh, I like I said, I. I pick and choose really anymore like right. what I want to do. I'm not, you know, chasing my tail like I did for so many years and, and all the auditions and everything. I just never, ever, ever liked auditioning. And in fact, in fact, the Boogie's Diner audition, I have to tell you, I went over <laughs> and this casting director, I don't know who it was, but she, she said, will I read? And so I, she taped me and, and I read it and felt really good about it. And she goes, okay, can we do that? One more time, and can you possibly maybe? And I went butchered up. <laughs> she goes, "Yes, if you could." I said, "Okay, sure." So I did it again, and then she said, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to send the first." <laughs> and then, That's like great. three days later, I'm I'm not kidding you. Like three days later, they called my manager, called me, and said, "You got it." And I went, "What? Well, wow. I got a call back, right?" Right. And she said, no, you got it. And I went, that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, you have to go through callback after callback after callback. And, and the fact that I just got it for, you know, that's my great. first gay take was great. That's fantastic. But I love the fact that she didn't know how to ask you to butch it up. That's awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you play? And she was just struggling so hard with it. And I said, butch it up as I'm taking a, a drag off my cigarette. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> See that? That's we all the, smoked back then. Yeah, but I, everybody smoked in, in on that show. Everybody smoked on that show. Everybody. Yeah. Oh my god! I it mean, was, they would take a smoke break, and nine hundred people would be outside. Uh, you know, in the forty degree. Well, and below remember, zero. because Canada had just cha changed the law to where you had to go out and smoke. Right. And so uh, I was like. Well, I can't go out and smoke. And so they gave me some sort of an air filter thing that went in my dressing room. And so consequently, everyone who smoked came into my dressing room. I couldn't even go to my dressing room. It was so disgusting. Between That's the bacon crazy. and the smoke. Buddy, you, you have to write a book. And you're, and you're always welcome to come on the show to promote it. Buddy, you have the greatest stories. I mean, just the simple stories that you told today on the, on the air are terrific. You're the best, man. Oh, thank you, Tim. Thank and, you so and, much. And, and next time you're in town, come in, you know, to Burbank. We're here in Burbank. We'd love to see you. I would love to see you, too. And I so appreciate this. This has been, like, a really wonderful memory that's been brought back to me. And so thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad that I have your text number. We'll uh, we'll keep in touch. And please, next time you're in Burbank, uh, please slide in here. We'd love to uh, see you again, man. You're the best. Thank you. You too. Fourth right. of July. Yes, you too. All right. Jim J. Bullock, man, that guy is fantastic. I've been talking about him for years and years on the air here uh, about how, what a funny man that is. And then somebody happened to be at his house and was driving back from his home and listening to the radio. And I was talking about Jim J. Bullock and it all came together. But man, what a funny guy that is. Just a really funny, smart man. Jim J. Bullock. Too Close for Comfort, and Boogie's Diner. I think Too Close for Comfort is what most people recognize him from. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40, dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That Jim J. Bullock's a hell of a guy, man. That's a cool dude. Really good, uh, solid guy. Solid guy. Funny as hell. Funny as hell. Uh-oh. Ah, what happened? Technical difficulty. Microphone oh, broke. <laughs> so excited. He got too excited. <laughs> oh, that's hot. <laughs> Trying to fix the the connection on the mic. I think it's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to keep talking as Tim fixes his mic here because uh, we do need to be on the air. Technical and, uh, difficulties, uh, you know. And uh, we're, we're getting it on video for posterity, so at some point we'll... Uh, Did that work? It looks right, it's fixed. Hey, okay. Hey. Yeah, okay. All right, there you go. Just uh, it blew up in here. But uh, you know what? I, I was able to fix it because I have a background in, uh, in radio, in uh, mechanics. So I was able to put that together. Yeah, ding dong. Uh, Matt and Trevor were in um, from the uh, San Bernardino Sheriff's Office. That's kind of cool, right? Wild stories coming out of San Bernardino. Because San Bernardino is the first one. I don't think they're exclusive anymore. But they were the first ones to okay and train guys to shoot you from a helicopter during a chase. Shoot from a helicopter at you for running away from them. How about that? So if you're ever going to run away from cops, if you do it in San Bernardino, you got to also look up. Right now, we all just look to the side, maybe the rearview mirror in front of us. But if you're driving around San Bernardino and you're, uh, for instance, like a wrong way driver on the freeway, you also have to look up because somebody is going to be flying over you (laughs) and they have the authority to shoot you from the helicopter. So, San Bernardino, not your friend when it comes to the chases. They are not, they don't put up with that crap. They have way too much uh, square miles to cover. You know, Crozier, San Bernardino starts closely after your house, right? About 100, 200 feet, yeah. Okay, so 100 feet from your house. When we drive to my my father-in-law's has a place in Parker, Arizona. Nice little beautiful place. And when we pass your home, we're in San Bernardino. We drive for four hours at 75, 80 miles an hour or so, sometimes 90. We're still in San Bernardino when we get there. <laughs> it is, the, I believe, the biggest county in the country. Yeah, I think by far. Yeah. I think there's 16,000 West Hollywoods can fit into <laughs> San Bernardino. 16,000. West Hollywood, the city of West Hollywood. 
is 16,000 times smaller than San Bernardino. That's huge. Uh, I was talking to a San Bernardino um, deputy, and he said he's heard this before on the air. You know, when there's been some mischief at the, uh, you know, the, maybe the Arizona or Nevada border with California, he's heard this. Uh, code three, we're on our way. ETA, 90 minutes. How about that? Lights and sirens will be there in 90 minutes. And these guys are flying 120, 130 miles an hour, 90 minutes to get there. So I do Ooh. understand why men and women who live in San Bernardino, not very close to any city, I do understand why they have one or two or three or four or 10 guns because they've got to manage the security of their family on their own until the troops get there. And sometimes the troops are not close. So you got, you're on your own. On your own in San Bernardino. Uh, by the way, I think San Bernardino in Spanish means on your own. That, that's true, right? San Bernardino means on your own until we get there. But that is a wild county. Just the amount of square footage and square miles in that county. That is wild. Wild out there, I'm telling you. So a uh, big shout out to Matt and Trevor for uh, coming in. Uh, Matt um, uh, in... Um, What's Matt's job here? And uh, he, he does all the the computers, the microphones. Engineering. engineering. Is he Top the head engineer? Yeah, I think yeah. so. The head engineer. Wow, nobody's above him. Huh? Well, he says that's not correct. Yeah, no. No, Matt he, Anderson. Yeah, but he always is a very humble guy. He is very He humble. does do a lot for us. He knows how and to he fix things. he stays cool, That's right. Nice. That's right. And uh, the, and and whenever he goes on baby leave, he comes back. He's got nine million things to do, so I think he's not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that parental crap, you know, where you take uh, eight weeks off to bond with the baby, and then the uh, when you come and then you come home the next day after going back to work, and the baby has no idea who you are. You know, <laughs> there's, no, there's no bonding at that age. You know, it's just taking time off to smoke weed. Uh, and I get it. I've done that. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. What a piece of mail I just got today. Yeah, it's wild. I got a, a guy named Dave Cater, C-A-T-E-R. Or unless it's Carter and he dropped an R out of that name. I got to look that up. I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, no, C-A-T-E-R. But he said he's a photographer, show business guy. And he sent me about 100 slides. I know the young kids don't know what slides are, but it's uh, the negative of a picture and, you know, and of my dad when, uh, you know, uh, throughout his career. And he gave me these slides. And, man, I, I, I've never seen those pictures before. I never, you know, heard those stories that this guy told me. That's and amazing. That's great. That is really cool. To take the time to do that, you know, to wrap them up, write a long letter and have great interesting stories and send it off. Man, that's a special guy. You know, most people just throw that crap in a drawer and forget about it. But I think if, if people did that more often, like send stuff that, you know, that they think would be important to them. I get that stuff all the time. I got a, a, a statue, a little t tiny a dwarf statue of my dad that a listener sent. that was uh, really super cool. And uh, I, I, I can't tell you when I get stuff like that in the mail, uh, how great it is. I get a lot of racetrack stuff, lots of racetrack stuff, you know, like old programs from the 1950s and stuff. And man, I love them. I keep them right there on my desk or even like like next to my bed 
and I'm looking through these old, you know, forms from 1952 and shoemaker writing. It's great. I really you enjoy have that. some of the most thoughtful. That's right. Listeners, I, I can't believe it. Yes, because I've done nothing to deserve that. Yeah, absolutely and nothing. That's right. Yeah, and uh, man, they are they are really tops. Tops in the in the listenership, uh, I would say. But you know, Pelio, I'm not just saying this, and I maybe I, I would if I didn't think it was true either. But that's probably not true. But when we have people who show up at Katarina's Club, <clears throat> we have. Not only smart people, but funny people listen. Very funny. And very, very funny. kind. Very right. kind people. And, it, and it, look, I'm not taking anything away from the guy who works at Target. I respect that guy as much as I do the guy who runs Ford Motor Company. And that being said, when we do a show at, at the White House for Katarina's Club, we don't just get the guys that work at Target. We get guys who manage like 15 Targets. Yes. Like uh, Ed uh, Garagos, right? Yes. He manages, I believe it's 2 million Wendy's restaurants. Cotty Foods, correct? That's right. I don't think it's 2 million. I think it's closer to like 600 or 500. But he manages all the West Coast Wendy's. Can you imagine how difficult that is to manage? I think he said he manages 90 or 190 restaurants and have to go visit those restaurants all the time. He also manages Hawaii. So he gets to go to Hawaii to go to the one location I think they have in Hawaii. I think there's one in in Hawaii. I think Wendy's has one restaurant. Maybe they have more. But I thought it was one. But, man, those guys who are, you know, like managers of 15, 20, 30 different stores, that is a very difficult job to do. Very difficult. And so, Ed, if you're listening, you deserve an attaboy. That guy brings in chili and food all the time. And uh, Crozier once said, he goes, ah, he goes, those uh, white hot, what was they, white peppers? The, what was oh, the ghost peppers? Ghost peppers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, and, and Crozier's like, oh, I don't think I'd handle the grill. You know, the I tried to pepper. lock them out of my memory. Yeah, and then he a ate two or three of those chicken nuggets with the ghost pepper. I did the chicken nuggets. I did the burger. I did some of the fries. Yeah, man, you wouldn't stop. And uh, man, that was you, a mistake. And you got like home. You, you got home like in like fifteen food. minutes. Yeah, because I needed to. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> home would have been in my car for the next month. <laughs> but that is that chili is the best. I'm gonna go after work to get a bowl of that Wendy's chili. Did you already eat the no. cans? Oh yeah, it's wiped out. Really? All of them wiped out. Wiped out. Probably that night. Uh, one that night. Two over the weekend. Wow. Because I had a buddy that came over and goes, hey, and he goes, hey is, that, uh, is that crap any good? I'm like, first of all, I don't refer to anything that anyone gave me as crap, young man. I said, uh, let's open a can. We opened up a can. We polished the, the can of chili. Wendy's chili. Wendy's chili. Did you get that at Vons or, or like just any You can get it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Um, but to throw that chili over those uh, scoops, those Tostitos scoops. <laughs> Good night, man. That is the best. Um, but anyway, uh, Ed, if you're listening, thank you. Giant stud at Ed Garagos. All right, we had a uh, a big crash that people are talking about. It was a train derailment. And it doesn't look like anybody got seriously injured. Although, I don't know what happened to the guy in the car, the car that got hit. That looked like a radical crash. Good afternoon. We are getting some updates on the number of people on board the train. But as you mentioned, no one was seriously Good. injured on the train. 
the driver of the water truck in the hospital uh -oh. talking to investigators. Now, take a look. From Air 7, you could see the 10-car train with some of the passenger cars off the track. The good news is that they didn't fall over. If that happens, according to first responders, there would have been more injured and more serious injuries. That's right. I could have figured that out. Like, if the trains stay upright, few injuries. If the trains tip over and they're upside down, lots of injuries. A total of 15 people were injured, including the driver of the water truck that was hit. That water truck was literally sheared in half. Oh, the no. truck driver, we're told, has spoken to investigators, but we haven't been told what exactly happened or what he said. What happened? The water truck stalled or the guy got uh, went for it, tried to beat the train? Amtrak says the truck was obstructing the tracks at the time of the crash. Oh, stall. Stalled truck. The train was heading north to Seattle with its next stop in Oxnard. Uh. We're not that serious, though. Some people were taken out of here by ambulance. You know what? I'm sure this is going on right now. Guy gets on the train with his family. He's got a wife and three kids. He gets on the train. And as they were going to the train station, they were listening to KFI. And they were talking about what a nightmare it is going to be to travel over July 4th. And he says, I got everybody beat. I'm going to be on a train, a sleeper car with my wife, my three kids. I'm going to spend the next day and a half, day and a half, two days on a train going to Seattle for July 4th. And everyone else can themselves. Oh, okay. Oh, I, you have to believe that. Okay. I get that. I get that. I get that. Sorry. Um, go F themselves because I'm going to be on a train to Seattle. And then what happens 20 minutes later? Boom. Water truck off the train. Vacation canceled. Now he's listening to KFI again. He goes, I shouldn't have tempted it. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have said we're in the clear. Have you ever done that? You taking the train up the coast of, of California or like to taking Chicago? It, taking it down the coast to San Diego. Oh, that's a beautiful ride. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, totally is, worth it. Yeah, I've never done the Seattle to LA or San Diego, but I heard that spectacular. Yeah. You know, you just, you're in awe of how beautiful this state is. Just do one, even if it's a short one of yes. those trips on a train, and it'll, it'll get you, man. It'll yeah. get you going, oh, we should do this more often. Right. Take one right now to Simi Valley. We're going to ask you to get off because the train's stuck <laughs> on the track. All right. And that yeah. couldn't happen at a, at a worse time either. Yeah. Right before the holiday. I'll bet, they oh, yeah. I'll bet they have that train off that track by 9 o'clock tonight. Think so. Yep. And it's rolling again. <laughs> 9 o'clock tonight, that train is off the track. And their and service is picked up. Amtrak is pretty quick about that. They can't tolerate uh, and they can't stand to lose this kind of business. Very busy on the train for July 4th weekend. And they got to get those trains moving again. So I'd say by 9, 930 tonight, open them up again. We'll open them up. Open them up. All right, there's a couple hours for we got the uh, power hour next on KFI AM 640. Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Now you can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.